okay. I know. Don't hate me, okay? I haven't been on here for about a month. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what to say. Um, but uh, it won't happen again because I really do like recording this podcast. I don't even know how many listeners I have on here, but I enjoy it. I enjoy talking into this microphone, and I enjoy telling people something new that maybe they didn't know before. And I'm actually really excited for this week's topic. I don't want this topic to like scare anyone away because I feel like this could like make people not want to do anything yet. I know that I guess The Artist's Way is kind of like a self-help book and I I know some people aren't really into that and don't like want a big life change yet or they're scared of it or they're avoiding it. Like I get it because I've been there before. I ordered this book and it took me like a few weeks to start it so I was like eh, I don't know if I'm ready like I don't know like I was scared that I guess that it was going to be like some sort of big change or that I wasn't going to be able to like keep up with it or whatever um but I really do love this book and it hasn't like by any means well okay <laughs> it kind of has changed my life but I don't mean that in a crazy scary way like I mean that in an amazing way like it's changed the way I think about my life and the way that I'm planning my life and the way that I'm living my life um, through like a more creative, just yeah, a creative way and to reach a higher creativity and to be like unstuck. That's why I started, right? Because for the past few years, I feel like I have like had all these ideas and it's just been really hard for me to get them done or like accomplish things or sometimes I think, oh, I have to put like all of my energy and time into this one thing and like I can't do anything else which is like there's some truth in that like you should you know try to well no I don't really know actually like this book has just taught me that you kind of need to go out and play and do other creative things to actually support your main creative work and like creative um like calling that you have I'm sure we all have even if you're like you don't think you're creative in the book it tells talks about how everyone's creative and like we all have something that we're passionate about maybe you don't know what that is yet and that's like another cool way to like find it in this book um but yeah it's it's really cool like it it literally says on the book on the front of the book it says a course in discovering and recovering your creative self like i feel like if you don't know yet but you feel some sort of passion or like calling to do something greater than yourself i feel like this is such a good book for you if you're in your 20s if you're even it doesn't even matter how old you are to read this honestly um this book has been out for 30 years which is really cool like I didn't I didn't realize um it was like that I guess the trend has kind of blown up on TikTok a little bit I don't know if you you guys have seen it on TikTok uh that's actually where I discovered it and then I like saw some TikTok TikToks about it of people being like, yeah, you're not ready for your life to change. And it kind of scared me. That's what I'm saying. It was kind of like, oh, like once you read it and like if you deny yourself of it, like your life isn't going to like be. And I'm like, okay, whoa. But like I get what they're saying now. Like it's like a thing inside of you that you should pursue. But there's like a million excuses to why you're not pursuing it or, you know, whatever it is. And like, oh my God, it's just such a good book. Okay, so let's get into it. So if we flip open the first page of the book and we read like the little 
You know how like in a book it has like the little thing that tells you about it? Okay, so it says, no matter what age or your life path, whether making art is your career or your hobby or your dream, it is not too late or too egotistical or too selfish or too silly to work on your creativity. And then it says, The Artist's Way is the seminal book on the subject of creativity. An international bestseller, it has inspired millions to overcome the limiting beliefs and fears that can inhabit the, sorry, inhibit inhibit the creative process perhaps even more vital in today's culture climate and went then when it was first published 30 years ago the artist weighs a powerfully provocative inspiring work in it julia cameron takes readers on an amazing 12-week journey to discover the intricable link between their spiritual and creative selves this groundbreaking program includes an introduction to two of cameron's most vital tools for creative recovery the morning pages and the artist date which <laughs> i will share with you guys because th- these are the two yeah that i feel like have really changed me um hundreds of highly effective exercises and activities and guidance on starting a creative cluster of fellow artists who will support you in your creative endeavors a revolutionary program for artist artistic re- renewal from the world's foremost author authority oh my god <laughs> okay <laughs> hold on authority on the creative process the artist way is a life-changing book and it really is it really is i mean i feel like i never know how to take it when people say things are like life-changing until like i've experienced it for myself because i'm like oh yeah life-changing like what does that mean though you know like to actually change a life is pretty is a pretty big statement to make like that sounds pretty intense um but it like actually has like you guys it's just incredible um what it's done for me of course I don't want to like ruin anything in this book or like spoil anything because I do want everyone if you're listening and you are interested in buying this book or maybe you are like doing the program right now I'm on week seven right now so I'm kind of like I like don't even want to like I'm gonna finish it for sure but I'm like kind of sad to like be over with it but I also might do it again like I might just like keep doing it over and over or something like that or like take a take a few months and just see how it implements into my life and then like do it again I've heard of people um doing it again I definitely will use it as like a tool to like flip back and be like oh you know what I need to read that chapter again like I need to remember that I'm even feeling that like that right now to be honest like I'm kind of I'm not at like a plateau I'm just kind of like I need to be re 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 um remind I need to relearn again everything she was talking about so that I can like get back to that again like how I was feeling and like what I was doing and all that stuff um so it starts with like a little introduction and then it kind of talks about how how you use this book and so many of the much of the work it says is really play and so that's what I didn't like realize it's so easy I thought that I don't know what I thought I thought that it was going to be like you know set this deadline and get this done and you have to do this and it kind of is but it's more like playing with it like this week um for example or last week for example I had to go collect like five different types of flowers on a walk and like press them in like a book and you're probably like what like what does that even have to do with anything but it's like it's just the act of just letting yourself flow and play and doing something silly like that like you just will be shocked at like even on your walk the things you can think of and the things that you might have never noticed before and that actually inspire you and it's like whoa I didn't realize like it's very interesting when you're not when you're you know how sometimes like you're trying to have an I think of an idea whatever you do in your life like let's say you write okay or you make music and you're sitting there and you're trying to like ideate something it can be really difficult to to 
do it when you're on like a crunch and be like, okay, I'm going to sit here now and think about this idea. I'm going to ideate right now. And it's like, sometimes that's really difficult. And I find something that the book encourages is to like flow and play more. And you realize that maybe while you're doing the activity of, I don't know, like walking or swimming or playing tennis or playing the piano, like while you're doing one of those things that is like more flowing, you've, you, you, might even like think of something while you're doing that thing that pops up and you're like, oh my God, wait, that's the story. Or like, this is the thing, you know? And it's like so cool. Um, anyway, so it says, you know, you only need to dedicate a little, little more than one hour a day, um, to the course. And the thing that I also like about it too, is you read it one chapter a week. So that's like, it's like really like low maintenance, I feel like. And it's just like different tasks that you get throughout the week. Like you get like 10 different tasks and it's kind of manageable to, get them done um but in each week there are two things that you must do so that is the morning pages morning pages are basically as soon as you wake up it's, it's she says that you can like set your alarm start setting your alarm 30 minutes earlier in the morning or if you have like extra time in the morning so you buy a notebook like a blank notebook and as soon as you wake up you don't look at your phone sometimes i've like struggled a little bit to do that and i'm like okay it definitely affects me if i don't like if I look at my phone before but I try not to look at my phone and I've made this like little corner in my room where I go sit so I used to do it in bed but then I started like getting out of bed to do it so I'd go sit in this corner and you literally just write literally stream of consciousness three full pages okay it, t- it takes you about 30 minutes honestly 20 to 30 minutes and there's this thing called the page and a half truth and so you know you're as soon as you're writing like sometimes you don't really know what to say sometimes I've literally been like blah 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 I don't know what to say right now and then suddenly my mind just starts going and going and then I discover things and once I get to that like page and a half some sort of truth comes out and I'm like oh like this is what's going on right now like this is it just feels really therapeutic to like write everything down that's going on in your head because then you can kind of like analyze it a little bit and be like oh like why am I thinking this and then you literally will write a question on the book and then somehow you're you like answer it yourself like the page answers it I don't know you gotta try it you gotta try it and um it's really become a habit of mine now like now I feel weird if I don't do the morning pages where in the beginning I kind of dreaded them sometimes I was like oh I gotta wake up and do the pages and (laughs) as I would start writing then I started to enjoy it and now I really enjoy it right when I wake up. The only thing that's kind of hard is I did take a vacation during this time. And that was kind of difficult to do the morning pages because I was like on vacation with other people. And that was kind of hard because I didn't want to like miss out what was going on. Like I wanted to like hang out with everyone. So that was like kind of hard, but I, I tried to do it. Um, and then the second thing you have to do every week is an artist date. So this is like basically you have to do something for like an hour or I think it's like two hours, two hours a week, you have to take yourself on a date. You cannot invite anyone. Okay. It can be something creative. It can be going to dinner. It can be going to the beach. So far, the artist dates I've done are, what was the first one that I did? What was the first one? Okay. Oh, I took myself to paint pottery. That was really fun. So I took myself to paint pottery and then I've taken myself thrifting slash like vintage antique shopping 
I have gone to the movies alone. That was really fun to see like an old rerun. Um, and then I've gone to the Academy Museum in LA. That was really fun. And then I, I did skip two weeks like not in a row but there was one week where my mom was visiting me like she came on a Thursday so I didn't have time to do an artist date and then another week I was out of town like for like five days so I also didn't have time to do an artist date um so I'm yeah I did skip like two weeks of it so that's kind of frustrating but it's okay though because I'm like giving myself grace and it's fine and I'm not being too hard on myself and uh this week I feel like I'm I'm ready and I'm excited I don't know if I should answer this phone call right now hold on let's see who's calling hello James can I please speak with Leah R-I-A-C-O-S what's this regarding yes ma'am I'm calling from a National Opinion Institute with a brief survey about important issues in your community. This call may be monitored or recorded for Okay, sorry, I had to hang up on him. Uh, do you guys ever feel really guilty doing that? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like me being an empath, <laughs> but like sometimes I just like, like I'm literally recording this podcast right now. Like I don't, I don't have the time. <laughs> like I don't, I don't want to do that right now. I don't want to do like a survey right now or like I yeah so um <laughs> sometimes I always, I don't know sometimes I go back and forth sometimes I'm like oh I'm sorry I can't right now but I just had to hang up on him because I just didn't know what to say and it makes me anxious okay <laughs> anyway what was I saying okay yeah artist date so basically though the point of it because you're, you're probably like what's the point of that um the point is that you should be pampered and listened to and taken out and spend time by yourself because it a lot of this book talks about your inner child like your artist child is um essential to self-nurturing like basically here even it, it says here like a long walk a solitary expedition to the beach for a sunrise or sunset, out to a strange church to hear gospel music, or to an ethnic neighborhood to taste foreign sights and sounds. Your artist might enjoy any of these, or your artist might like bowling. Learn to guard against these invasions. Oh, wait, what is that? Oh, 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 oh. sorry. It says that See, okay, this is another thing I like about the wording in this book. It says, commit yourself to a weekly artist date and then watch your killjoy side try to wriggle out of it. Watch how this sacred time gets easily encroached upon. Watch how this sacred time instantly or suddenly becomes a third party and and learn to watch against these invasions. Like, it's so true. You might be like, you might have it planned and then as it comes and it approaches, you might start to like dread it and be like, oh, do I have to do this? Like, whatever. But it ends up being like so much fun. And I feel like something that I love about this book is that a lot of her wording is very like, I know you're probably thinking that you're not going to finish this book and I know you're probably thinking like you can't do it and like you're going to get unmotivated or you're going to stop reading or you're going to not do blah, 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 blah. Like it's really validating that she talks about all these things because you're like, oh yeah, and then what about this? And then what about that? And then she she answers it like as you keep reading and I feel like that's so, it was so relatable because I was like, oh yeah, shit, like I am thinking like all these things. Like I am thinking like, oh, what if I don't finish it or like whatever. So another thing early in the book, I think this is like still like week one. Um, she has you go through your monster hall of fame and your 
champion hall of fame and so you kind of go back a lot of it honestly feels like therapy to be honest and like a lot of inner child work um because i feel like we're all traumatized in our childhood and then now we're just like learning how to like deal with it and like have deal with a good life um or like make a good life but anyway so you kind of need to like go back in the past and think about enemies that you had or anyone who's ever said anything negative to you this could be like literally in like second grade anything like trust me when you start to think about it you start to remember the little tiny things people will say to you like your teacher your classmate your parents your best friend I don't know like anyone really um and it's interesting to list all those people's names and then like what they said to you and it talks about how like the things that people have said to us become our like inner self-talk and this thing called a censor which is like our our negative self like our negative self-talk that happens and but then you also i liked that you also go through the people who have complimented you the people who have wished you well in your journey to remember them and remember those like kind words someone has said to you before and she has all these different exercises as a way to like thank them or forgive them or like whatever it is and they're like really interesting exercises and then she has you like okay when you're doing your morning pages and like these truths come out and stuff that is just like so interesting too and you start to realize like maybe people in your life who don't serve you the best or people in your life who you do love and like feel protected with and like feel supported by you know whoever in your life like a group of people that you have um but something else I just want to also say that when you read the book it's really good to have a highlighter like a pen with you and even sometimes how I almost feel like I need a, a third notebook like sorry wait, a second notebook like in addition to the book the artist way and then my morning pages notebook I feel like I need a third something to like do my tasks in because I don't really like to mix the tasks with the morning pages like I actually do have a third notebook but it's not like a um it's not like a cute one it's just one that I had I would like I don't know in the future or like next time I would get like a cuter one but anyway um I love having my highlighter because I love highlighting the stuff and like you know getting all those things she also like almost in like every page or every other page is a quote and the quotes are very good I'm like whoa like I'll circle them highlight them let's see if I can find a good quote to like repeat to you guys you also have to sign a little contract with yourself i thought that was cool oh wait let's see what this quote says okay okay chance is always powerful let your hook be always cast in the pool where you least expect it there will be fish mm, love that oh and then the, there's another quote that says did you ever observe to whom the accidents happen chance favors only the prepared mind i feel like i've talked about this in another episode where my dad called me and he told me that opportunity or sorry luck is when opportunity meets preparedness and I feel like that's so true like when you're prepared like doors will open for you and like when you're ready and like open to opportunity opportunities just flow so yeah okay and then some this is another page I really like this is still in week one too it talks about the negative and uh sorry the negative beliefs and positive alternatives for like what we think artists are i think for a long time for some reason i was afraid that to be an amazing artist like a creative genius you needed to be like crazy and like off the walls and like whatever but 
so these are some beliefs that uh, people think artists are. So artists are, these are negative beliefs, drunk, crazy, broke, irresponsible, loners, promiscuous, doomed, unhappy, born, not made. Okay. And then we've got the positive alternatives. Artists can be sober, sane, solvent, responsible, user-friendly, faithful, saved, happy, discovered, and recovered. Yeah, period. Like, I love that a lot. Oh, I forgot to say also about the morning pages. You might think like, oh, like really, like what's the point of like doing that? And another thing that has helped me a lot and the thing that the, the author says is like, our brains can be so logical and like logistical when it comes to creating and like art. And sometimes we think like, oh, I can't do that. Or like, I don't know how to do that. Or like, that doesn't look good. So we stop, right? We don't continue on with something or we like try to make it perfect instead of just like p- making it, you know? And so it talks about how when you do the morning pages and you're just like letting out, right? It looks like you're just being like stream of consciousness, so letting things out. You're practicing how to let loose. Like sometimes I even find myself like while I'm writing the morning pages, more so in the beginning, I would have to like pause and like think about what I wanted to say next or it needed to be like the perfect sentence or like the next thing to say where it's like, no, you should actually be writing about how oh I want this sentence to be perfect Ugh, I don't know the next thing to say well like you should be writing all of those things down like literally everything that's coming to your head for for 30 minutes three pages you know and I think what it does is it's helping you to let go of that logistical side when you're creating I know sometimes we have to be logical but just to like flow more um, in life and to like play that's something that I, I really like it talks about how like to have like hobbies and to do certain things you know this week like you ha- you write down you make like a list sometimes of like what would you do like if you could like if you if money wasn't an issue or like whatever what would you go and do and it kind of like makes you kind of realize like your inner desires and like what you are interested in and maybe that means you're gonna start taking a hip-hop class or maybe that means you're gonna buy a keyboard and like start playing the piano um, some things I have done since I've started, I have been teaching myself how to knit um, and crochet. I don't know. Is that the same thing? I don't think. I think they're different. I think knitting is a form of crocheting. Okay, anyway, anyway. Um, what else have I done? I feel like I, well, I want to buy a keyboard. I still haven't bought it yet, but I need to buy it. Um, and I feel like I've just been more open-minded to activities like I what what have I done though I feel like I've done some things oh I know I also started my portfolio like my redoing my portfolio because I'm planning to I don't know if I've talked about this on here yet but I'm planning to apply to master's um, fashion programs next year in Europe um, yes I am really considering there's just like there's a few top schools that I really want Um, I'll tell you guys more about it, like maybe in another episode, but I'm really considering moving to Europe, um, next, next fall. So I'm redoing my whole portfolio because I really did not like the portfolio that I had. And so I'm like starting fresh from like a brand new concept collection. And like, I'm literally looking at the, the two boards right now. Like it's things that I've done. Also, 
wait okay before before i go off before i go off on a tangent um but yeah i've I've started that so that's been a big step for me and i started like this board the artist way didn't tell me to do this but i started this thing called a scrum board so i have like a big whiteboard in my room and i have like it separated in three columns between ideas in progress and completed and i have like my goal like my ideas will be like what pops in my head like what i want to accomplish and then i'll move it over to like the in the progress and like anything that's in progress is something i'm currently working on and it feels good to like put it and completed like when it's done that way you can kind of like measure like I have a lot of ideas you know and I have a lot of things that I want to accomplish and that way I can kind of like measure it and then like at the end of the year like hopefully and like yes it will be everything will be completed and maybe there'll be some new things that pop up at the end of the year that like I don't have time to complete yet but I would love to at the end of this year like take off the completed ones and like I don't know save them maybe in a little scrapbook or something but like come up with new ones and like keep it kind of flowing like that um what was I gonna say though shit hold on oh my gosh I thought of something popped in my head one second one second okay I know I know so my favorite week so far but I, I don't know I think I'm gonna tell you guys I'm not gonna tell you what week it is um because I did not know this was gonna happen like literally until until I read the chapter but in the book there is a week called reading deprivation week and I feel like since this book is 30 years old like it's probably very easy for any of us to like not read for a week because like I could literally go I've gone a few weeks without even reading um but I kind of turned it into like a media deprivation so I was not on social media. I could not watch TV. I didn't do like anything for entertainment except for like music in the car. And like I did allow myself to play um, eight ball, like this the game and solitaire on my on my phone when I was like before bed or something. But I, I was trying not to like do that. But really, it kind of helps you figure out like what your distractions are and like what limits you from like working on your craft. And I feel like in that week, I actually it was really useful. And like, I, I completed this whole look. I shipped it off to a stylist. Like I really enjoyed that week and weekend and I low key like want to do it again. Like it was really nice to like not be online and like no social media. Like honestly, I mean, I don't even really think I missed out on that much. Like I think I probably just missed out on like some DMS from friends and like whatever was going on in the news or like pop culture, but it's like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes you just kind of need to step away from it, but it's kind of made me look at like, yeah, like how much time do I spend like on these apps and on my phone and how many times do I check my phone? Even when I'm recording this podcast, I find myself like I literally just checked my phone just now. Um, I don't know what it is. It's like an addiction to like, it's like, it's almost, it's also kind of like selfish or something. That's like, Ooh, like has someone texted me yet? Like me, 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 me. Like has someone liked my picture? Has someone commented? Has someone DM me? Like me, 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 me. Like, you know, I don't know. It just feels kind of weird. And I just am craving. And I, I, I'm sure a lot of you are also craving just that like human connection again, like real life and like going out and doing things in the world. And I don't know. I, I feel like I'm chasing that feeling. Like I just want to uh, and I can, but it's like just very different nowadays. Like, I don't know. I just really wish for a time before social media, honestly, like, of course it is great. And it is like a way of connection. And I would say that my life would probably be a lot different if I didn't have social media, like ever, like my, you know, my brand or like 
the things that I'm posting would it would be like not I mean non-existent if I wasn't able to post them and it probably would change like my image or whatever you know but I don't know it just feels it felt really nice honestly and I didn't even have any like inclinations of wanting to check it just felt really I don't know I felt really like safe or something like I felt like whoa like no one knows what I'm doing and like I felt more intentional with people I was texting and like pictures I was sending to people or videos or like saying hey or calling them or I don't know like planting some plants or painting or rearranging my bedroom like things like that that like felt really good to do and not like you might think like oh what are you gonna do all that time but really it's not it's not really what you think like I I loved that week and um I was like kind of sad when it was over like I actually extended it a little longer than a week I think I did like eight or nine days I was like "Eh, I just like don't really care to go back on Instagram like look at it and it didn't feel good to go back on it either I don't know so I don't really know what what the answer for that is but it's definitely that I I don't want to continue like I don't want to continue with these distractions like sometimes I'll get get up get home from work and I'll just as soon as I get home sit on the couch and go on TikTok and it's like oh my god like yes we do need time to compress but I just wish that like well I hate uh, not even saying I wish because I can make it happen but that's the week that I discovered that I wanted to buy a piano um like a keyboard because the pianos are expensive but I wanted to get like a little keyboard because I'm like oh like when I get home from work like what if I just like played the piano a little bit instead like that's my unwinding for like 20-30 minutes you know instead of like going on my phone but it's like at the same time I wouldn't have known about this book if it weren't for TikTok. So it's like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm so, I don't know. I'm so contradictory. I'm so contradictory, contradicting about it. Because, yeah, I think everything is okay with moderation, though. Sometimes when I do go on my phone or TikTok or, like, whatever, I'll set, like, a timer. Like, a 15-minute timer. I'm like, okay, you get you get this time to, like, spend time on it and, like, do whatever you want. But then when the timer ends, put your phone away. Sometimes also what I do is, like, in the middle of something, I just click the lock button. Like, I just make myself stop. Because sometimes you get in, like, a hole and you can't get out of it. I just make myself click the lock button. And that um, usually works, too. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm realizing when I'm looking at some of these chapters and stuff, I'm realizing there's things I need to go back to and, like, do. Because it talks about how like, oh, like what are like five different activities you would love to do if no one would judge you for them or like whatever. And I feel like I need to go back and like do some of those activities and like take a dance class and do this or like do that. Okay, let's see. Did I do all my tasks for this week? Okay, wait, yeah. So I'm on week seven and I just want to share like a few things. And this is just, I know, I, I guess I am kind of spoiling it or whatever, but I feel like if I was listening to this podcast and I kind of heard like I'm assuming you're listening to it because you want to understand like what what is this book like how does it change people's lives or like maybe you are reading it and like whatever but um I am still just going to share some things because I feel like it will make you want to read it so let's see um week seven week seven is about recovering a sense of connection so here are some things that I've highlighted uh I usually read the new chapters on Sundays and I try to do my check-in on Saturdays because you do like this check-in of like how you did for the week um but usually like I try to do it on Saturday but usually I end up doing it like on the same day okay so 
you will have the experience of finding things, books, seminars, tossed out stuff that happen to fit with what you're doing. Learn to accept the possibility that the universe is helping you with what you are doing. Expect the universe to support your dream. It will. I just love that. I feel like sometimes we... Like, I don't know. You know how sometimes like we say these things and it, it can be sometimes hard to believe. It's a hard hard to like really grasp it. Like you want to believe. You want to believe that there is like, you know, a higher power. Like the universe is on your side. And But sometimes, okay, you really can struggle to believe that. I don't know. I, I mean, I, this book like has helped me a lot spiritually, like connect with God, a higher power. Um, personally, I don't know, you know, what you believe in, but yeah, I mean, I do think that it can be hard sometimes to like fully grasp it, but once you realize that like it really is on your side, like the universe wants you to succeed because, okay, not till I get all, I don't know, what do you want to call it? And something else I also like about this book is that god can be like whatever you determine it to be like although she does use the word god and like spiritual being and like higher power that can be like up for your interpretation whatever you want to choose as that uh, which i kind of like so it fits into like all religions or like even if you're not religious at all or you don't know what to believe in or like whatever but something that is super cool to me is that she talks about how our creator created us like we are creations and our gift back to our high creator is to be creative and to like listen and like be led by your higher creator which I like love and think is really cool and like the more you listen the more you you will be led and like to know that you are on like a divine plan there is a divine plan for your work and that has been something that I really love. And there's like a whole set of mantras that you can kind of say to yourself every morning or once a week or like whatever. Um, so other things in this in this chapter talked about how the perfectionist is the logic side of your brain. It's prideful, um, but, a, but a part of cr- creativity that you have to learn how to do is to let go, which is so hard, you know, it's really difficult. And also, this is something I just want to, I just want to read this um, really quick. Let's see, where should I start? Okay. We've all heard that the unexamined life is not worth living, but consider too that the unlived life is not worth examining. The success of a creative recovery hinges on our ability to move out of the head and into action. This brings us squarely to risk. Most of us are practiced at talking ourselves out of risk. We are skilled speculators on the probable pain of self-exposure. I'll look like an idiot, we say, conjuring images of our first acting class, our first hobbled short story, our terrible drawings. Part of the game here is lining up the masters and measuring our baby steps against their perfected craft. We don't compare our student films to George Lucas's student films. Instead, we compare them to Star Wars. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's so relatable. Like, I'll, like, I'll sit here and I'm, I can only speak for fashion design right now, but I'll sit here and I'll like try to come up with these designs or like I'll drape this or I'll sew that. And I'll be like, oh my God, this looks like shit. But that's because I'm comparing it to fucking Alexander McQueen. Like, I, what was Alexander McQueen's first few pieces? Like, what did his stuff look like? Like, you know, like I think that we're really hard on ourselves sometimes and we want it to be perfect right at the bat. And it's like, you have to like 
make ugly stuff and like just let yourself flow and and sometimes the ugly stuff can be interpreted later on and it's like oh actually that wasn't that ugly but you're just letting yourself flow and you weren't like really worrying about um what what you what it looks like you know what I mean so yeah anyway I think that it's we 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 try to put too many bounds on ourselves and like we feel smothered and like trapped with it and I just think it it just it takes practice you know just to like let yourself do something and um another exercise in this chapter talked about how like if you didn't have to do it perfectly what would you try so if you want to think about that like what you would do and like there's some examples like this this the author says like being a platinum blonde water ballet white water rafting archery learning german a spontaneous tropical vacation learning how to shoot video learning how to ride a bike taking a watercolor class like all these things and also it says um very often a risk is worth taking simply for the sake of taking it there's something in living about expanding our self-definition and a risk does exactly that selecting a challenge and meeting it creates a sense of self-empowerment that becomes the ground for further successful challenges so complete the following sentence if i didn't have to do it perfectly i would try blank Ooh, okay wait also in this chapter it talks about jealousy and this is the first time it's like talked about jealousy and this is something that i think is really it comes up a lot with creatives you know like we get jealous when we see another artist make something or post something like whatever and so this is a really interesting way to look at it that i've never thought about thought about before so it says jealousy is a map like i highlighted that that sentence because i was like what like what does that mean um each of us probably will be surprised by some of the things we discover on our own i for example have never been eaten alive with resentment over the success of women novelists but i took an unhealthy interest in the fortunes and misfortunes of women playwrights i was their hardest harshest critic until i wrote my first play my jealousy had always been a mask for my fear of doing something i really wanted to do but was not yet brave enough to take the action towards uh yeah that sounds that sounds about right um the truth revealed by action in the direction of our dreams is that there is room for all of us but jealousy produces tunnel vision it narrows our ability to see things in perspective it strips us of our ability to see other options the biggest lie that jealousy tells us is that we have no choice but to be jealous perversively jealousy strips us of our will to act when action holds the key to our freedom and then here's a little quote on the side with courage you will dare to take risks have the strength to be compassionate and the wisdom to be humble courage is the foundation of integrity so then she wants you to do like this little jealousy map oh see this is what i missed there's two exercises i need to do this week so the jealousy map so it's an exercise so basically you like write three columns in the first columns you write names of who you are jealous of gosh this is so like revealing you know because sometimes we don't want to admit that we're jealous um and then next to each column you write why that you're jealous be as specific and accurate as you can and in the third column you list one action you can take to move towards creative risk and out of jealousy so you make this like on a paper this is cute it says when jealousy bites like a snake bite it requires an immediate antidote love that so that's really cool and then we've got another this is called archaeology and exercise so this phrase uh sorry the phrases that follow are more of your sleuth work very often we are buried parts of ourselves 
that we that can be uncovered by some digging. Not only will your answers tell you what you've missed in the past, they will tell you what you can be doing now to confront, start to comfort and encourage your artist child. It's not too late, no matter what your ego tells you. Oh, this is another quote that I like that I feel like is helpful for creatives. Okay. I don't have a lot of respect for talent. Talent is genetic. It's what you do with it that counts. Hmm. Love that. Simple, simple and sweet. Love that. Okay. But it, it just tells you like you do have to like put in the work and like sometimes we're jealous of like talented people, but it's like you don't even know what work they've done to like get to where they where they are, you know? So it gives you like a list of sentences. So I'm just going to give you like, a few examples. As a kid, I missed the chance to blank. As a kid, I lacked blank. As a kid, I needed more blank. I'm sorry that I never again will see blank. I beat myself up about the loss of blank. So it says it is important to acknowledge our positive inventory as well as our shortfalls. Take positive stock of what good you have to build on in the present. In the present. Did I say president? <laughs> I have a loyal friend in blank. One thing I like about my town is blank. I think I have nice blank. Writing my morning pages have shown me that I can blank. I am taking greater interest in blank. And then there's like some more, but let's see what I have to do some stuff this week. Oh my gosh. Wait. Okay. So I have to, what do I have to do this week? Okay. So I have to, Ooh, I have to make a mantra and watercolor, watercolor, like put it, make it pretty and put it somewhere. I have to give myself time. Oh my gosh. Ah, I hate that noise. Sorry. I have to give myself time to listen to one side of an album just for joy that's fun and I have to like I could like draw while I'm doing it I have to take myself to a sacred space this week a church a synagogue a library a grove of trees allow yourself to savor the silence and healing solitude each of us have a personal idea of what a sacred space is I have to create one wonderful smell in my house with soup incense branches candles whatever I have to wear my favorite item of clothing for no special occasion. I have to buy myself one wonderful pair of socks, one wonderful pair of gloves, and one wonderfully comforting, self-loving something. Or, or maybe it means like one of those things. I have to do one of those things. I have to make a collage. Oh, this is what I forgot. I have to collect at least 10 magazines um, that I have to freely dismember, setting a 20-minute time limit for myself and literally tearing through the magazines and make it like a pictorial autobiography. Wow. Okay. I have to quickly list five favorite films. And do I have any like common denominators in them? Do I see traces of my cinematic themes in my collage? Actually, I have to name five topics to read about. Oh, that's cool. That's fun. Um, and then I have to give my collage a place of honor, even if that's in my closet, a drawer, anything that's mine. And then it says you may want to do a new one every few months or collage more thoroughly a dream you're trying to accomplish. I like that. That's a cool, that's, these are cool tasks for this week. So yeah, um, I would love to know if anyone is doing the artist way because um, it talks about how when you start, like you can of course do it by yourself, but you can also, um, you can also find support groups like in your area maybe do with do or do with friends like I've like recommended it to a lot of friends but right now I don't um right now I don't no one is on the same week I am I have friends who are like on weeks um they just started which is still fun and cool and I love like they're sending me like audios and we're like talking about it and that's really fun entertaining and like validating to talk about it with someone else but I like how it says to like find support groups like whatever um 
but yeah overall it's just really helped me feel more free and like when people used to ask me before how do you get inspired how do you create like when do you feel like you're creative I feel like now I know how to answer it like now I feel like I have to let myself play I have to well also have to limit my distractions like I know what my distractions are I do think I have ADD and like I have to you know do what I need to do to like focus um but yeah I have to like allow myself like the the playing time to like go and just play and like even if that is to do with fashion like even if that means getting some fabric out and draping it on my mannequin and just sewing here and sewing there just like playing around with it like learning and not making it feel like it has to be perfect the first time or like whatever so yeah that's something that I'm learning is to be less logical about it and to just let myself flow and let go let go okay so I'm really excited to finish the book and kind of like see where my journey takes me um I have been like making a few TikToks about it like kind of like recording the process a little bit of you know making my portfolio or like doing anything creative um but yeah I hope that you guys are interested too in in reading this book um yeah it's really changed my life and don't don't feel afraid to start it I was really afraid but it's it's not to me it's not it wasn't that scary like it was like oh okay like I can handle this like it was like cute and fun to start but now I'm like oh whoa like this actually is like pretty confronting too and like truthful like stuff okay well um thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and I you will hear from me you will hear from me next week okay bye